Daf Lamed Hey. We're at the Gemara on the bottom of Lamed Dalal Lamed Beis at the uh, after the Mishnah. We said at the end of the Mishnah, we we're talking about comparing and contrasting the halachas of an Adam Amazik and a Behem Amazik. We said that sometimes that a Adam is more chamur, obviously, and sometimes that you should have a Behem being more chamur in terms of the fact that the Behem has to pay. In the two cases we brought that a Behem would have to pay would be a case of Kamleim Rabune. If a Behem hurts a parent, so obviously the Behem pays. What's the difference? Parent of the owner, obviously. Whereas the owner does, he'd be killing the Ramune because he's putter for killing his parents uh, or hurting his parents, even. And then we said the last case of the mission was the same thing would be by, by Shabbos. If a behemoth lights a fire on Shabbos, or lights a fire, spreads a fire on Shabbos, which Rashi says, by the way, is Mishuna, obviously, and the most it would be is Chatzinezik of Karen, fine, but a behemoth would be Chayev. Whereas an Adam does such a thing, the Mishnah said, because an Adam is Chayev Misa, for the Malacha Shabbos, therefore it's Kim Lamid Rabbinay, we not have to pay for any hezek caused by the fire. Says the Gemara, Tani Ravo, Kamed Rabbi Yechon. Ravo said the following statement in front of Rabbi Yechon. He said, Kolam HaKalko in Peturin Chutz Michoi V'lomavir. We know that, it's actually about Chalik is the in Shabbos, uh, but we know that Mekalkoin are generally part. You need Malachas Machsheves Asrateri. The only Malachas that are Asr on Shabbos are things which are productive, things which are destructive are not going to be Asr on Shabbos, things which are Mekalkoin. The Gemara says over there, 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 there is a Shito. There is a sheet of the where the Gemara is focusing on over here that even though makalkal is normally part there are two exceptions. And that is makalkal by chabura, when a person cuts something, cuts a person, cuts, a, cuts an animal, makes a chabura, even though you're doing it to, for kilkal purposes, you're going to be chayiv. And the Gemara learns it out from the fact that we have to be matir a bris on Shabbos. The chayiv a bris is a kilkal, right? Bris is by the, just in terms of the baby, it's a kilkal. Anyways, and therefore it is uh, physically, and therefore why is it have to be matir? It must be makalkal. Even by even though it's makalko by chabura is going to be aser on Shabbos, and the same thing would be by by Sreifa. The Torah is we have a whole drush over there that the Gemara makes that Sreifa's baskoyin. If a baskoyin is mizan and she's chayv Sreifa, you don't do it on Shabbos. Why do you have to tell me you can't do that on Shabbos? The chayv you're being makalko. What's the difference? Why is that going to be aser on Shabbos? Must be makalko by havara is also going to be. Therefore, we see from that, even if it's Mamash Mekalkel, it's going to be totally Usr on Shabbos anyways. Amar Leis, Rabbi Yechonin, responded to him, no, get out with your Svara, it's not true. Now, he doesn't mean it's not true, he's arguing on the facts, what he means is, as the more explains, of course you have to have some productive use of the malachi you're doing. It's not the same standard of productive use you would need by the other 37 malachi Shabbos. Then you need to be really productive. But over here, it used to be, at least, says Rabbi Yechonen, need to be minimally productive, meaning the case of mechavel, of cutting, of causing a wound, would be when you need the blood. You need the blood because your dog likes to drink blood. I guess that was a dog food in those days. And therefore, if a dog next you need blood, or if you're burning something because you need the ashes, so it's not a direct type of situation of, of, of not makalko, but it says, it's at least something. So you see, Rose says, you don't have to have any purpose for it whatsoever. And Rebbe says, no, it has to have at least some minimal purpose. If you're wondering why this is not a malacha shenitzrich that's this long tesis here on Rebbe that continues on to Amaralef, that he says, we're going in Shittas of Shimon, and it has to be malacha shenitzrich l'gufa. So how do you understand that? If you want to talk about that, we could talk about that afterwards, but we're not learning this after Shabbos now, so we'll just move on from that. Says the Gemara, Okay, you all, I'm sure, want to talk about it. Tanan, Shirei Shehidlik. So now let's go back to our Mishnah. 
We said in our case, we're comparing and contrasting Kimle Midirabune between a person and his behemoth who lights a fire. You're going to be potter, because you're going to be potter for the Hezek because of Kimle Midirabune, but your shore is going to be chayev because there's no din mis on the shore. Sounds straightforward. So, wait a second. The Katani, who do mean the Shari? The cases have to be the similar type of situation. Obviously, if you're comparing and contrasting a person's Hezek to a Shari's Hezek, we have to be the same situation. Mashari de la Kabayle, the Chayra, the animal does not need the ashes when the animal lights this fire on Shabbos. Right? The animal doesn't need ashes. The animal doesn't do things because it needs them. And therefore, the case of the person, he's talking about also where he does not need the ashes. Now, wait a second. If he doesn't need the ashes, then why is it Kim Lemim Derabine? According to Rabbi Eichon, if you stam light a fire on Shabbos and Mamish Mekalko, you're going to be Potter, you're not chayiv in hilchas Shabbos at all. If you're not chayiv in hilchas Shabbos at all, you should talk to be chayiv for the hezek. For the fact that the Mishnah says it's mashma, you're chayiv misa, and therefore that's why you're potter on the kim lemi dirabimine. That's why you're potter on the hezek. It's mashma like you're above that even though you don't need the ashes, you're still going to be chayiv for the hilchas Shabbos because makalko bechabura and bahavara is going to be chayiv. Katani potter, they should need the menafshe. So the chayiv beferishiraya for above against rebbechem. The opposite. Just like you are only chayef for Shabbos if you have a reason for wanting the ashes, also the shor is talking about a case where the shor needs the ashes. What are we talking about? Mahu de kabayle, that he needs the ashes, and that's the only reason he's going to be chayef Shabbos and Potter and the Hezek. What do you mean that the shor needs the ashes? Why does the shor need ashes? Some other is. You can have such an intelligent animal. Also, in a shikha magaba, it got bit or it got a cut and some kind of wound on its back. The kabayla mikla, he wants to burn and make a fire to make ashes. The in gadar bikutma, and then he rolls himself in the ashes. An animal instinctively has some idea of what kind of refu he needs. He understands that in those days, ashes was a type of a type of medicinal purposes, and therefore the animal lit the fire to make the ashes for medicinal purposes. And Sekimash on the Mishnah then, if a person does that, the person's chayv on Shabbos and Potter on the Hezek. An animal does that because there's no Hukha Shabbos, obviously, for the animal, he's going to be chayv for the Hezek. So you're telling me a whole mission over here of this kind of case, but like, what's the practical case? Like, how would you ever know that that's what the animal's doing to discuss such a case in the mission at all? Somebody, you could tell. The the If you see the animal lights a fire, and afterwards you see him rolling in it, why is he rolling in it? Must be that an animal can do such a thing. And Taka, you would have such a case, and it's a practical case that the mission has to discuss. Okay, you want to tell me that you that such a thing exists? You got to prove it. Until you can prove to me that such an that such a thing as an intelligent animal, I need to. I, I won't believe you. So, my end, there is. We have a documented case. The Papa. Papa had a an animal, a shore. He had a problem with his gums, had some kind of wound in his gums and his mouth. I looked in his eyes. He went and opened up the bottle of the, the canister of beer. shikra, and he drank the beer. The beer, I guess, the uh, part of the beer helps you with your teeth, and therefore it's and he got healed. So you see that animals, some animals have an instinctive ability to understand what the medicine that they need, and therefore Yutaka could have a case of an animal that lit a fire for medicinal purposes, and that's what the Mishnah is contrasting. If a person lit a fire for non Needing AFA for purposes, maybe like Rabbi Yechonon said, he would talk to be potter from Yochel Shabbos, and therefore he would be chayev for the Hezek. 
Amr Abanu came to Rav Papa, so they asked Rav Papa, Mimat says, Amr, Sherei, do me today. How can you tell me the whole question of the Chayyot doesn't get off the ground? Because look at the, the previous case, the case before this case of fire. It's a Vakatani Sherish Abayish Potter. If a Shar embarrasses someone, so the Shar is not Chayyot and Ochus Baishis. If a person embarrasses someone, a person is Chayyot and Baishis. What do you mean a Shar embarrasses someone? How does a Shar embarrass someone? Shar doesn't have like you know. Shar doesn't have a cynical type of sense of humor that it can make a joke about someone. Like what does that mean? A Shar embarrasses someone, and we always said Baishis requires Kavana. That was one of the nukus we've said over the last 30 bladders. Baishas requires kavana. So what's, what are you talking about of an animal embarrassing someone? Bahusha bayish is chayim. Shayre dumi didei. Nishchavim lebayish. So what is that? So what? you have a case? I mean, you could. You could have a case. What's the case? The truth is, to be chayim for baishas, we said, you don't have to have kavana to embarrass the person. You only have to have kavana to do the hezek. As long as you have kavana to do the hezek, then you're chayef for the boshes that came derech agav. In all these cases, we're assuming that the case of the person and the case of the animal are similar, and therefore by, 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 by boshes you could have a case because the animal doesn't have to be chavim for boshes, he's chavim for hezek, which an animal can do, and therefore you would have a chiv of boshes if there was such a thing, which there's not. And it's similar by our case of Shabbos as well, we're talking about where the animal intended for needing the ashes, and according to Birchen also, therefore the person intended to need the ashes, and therefore the person is going to be Chayav in Hilchas Shabbos, and Potter from Kimlei Deramine from Hilchas Mas. Rav Amar, Rav says, you don't have to come on to any of this. Rav says, you don't need the ashes, and maybe you're not actually Chayav Misa for Shabbos, like Birchen said, if you don't need the ashes, it's total Mokalko and your Potter. But you still don't have to pay the Hezek. Why? Rav He says it could be Meshagig. Rashi says it doesn't mean necessarily Shagig. In our case, it's not Shagig, it's Mekalko. But the same halacha would apply if you did a Malachi Shabbos Meshagig as if you did it at Mekalko. We're a famous comment of Tanabechiski, which is quoted in many places in Shas, which is the Tanabechiski, or the Pasik talks about Make Behema Yishamena, Make Adam If a person hits an animal, a person has to pay. If a person hits another person and the person dies, then you get killed and you don't pay the hezek. So the Gemara learns out like this. Whether you hit the animal on purpose or, make, or by accident makes no difference. And other mischayef for hezek that he causes. We know by hilchas retzach b'shegig there's a difference whether you're swinging the axe up or swinging the axe down. But here it makes no difference. When you're hurting an animal, you're chayev always. There's no patur there. Always you're chayev. When you kill a person... Even though in some of the situations where you kill a person, you're chayev misa zareitzach. And some of the cases, for technical reasons, one way or the other, you're potter from misa zareitzach. But, since you did an activity which could be mechayev misa, therefore you're always going to have the din of kinleim in the rabbi Even if you got out of being mechayev misa because you did a peshagig, or you got out of peshagig because you were hitting it by or b'yarida, whatever technical reason you got off of from the ritzicha, the act of ritzicha itself is an act that patters you from the hezek. And now Rashi, therefore, is explaining that Argument is extending this to Mekalko. That even though Mekalko Shabbos is potter, if you're totally Mekalko, like Rebbechanan said, even by Chayvah and even by Mavir, but Lemaisa, it's an act which could be Mechayv Yumisa, and if it could be Mechayv Yumisa, you're not going to have to pay any Hezek. This is a big Kiddush, because normally we would have said Shagig is an act. Mekalko is nothing. Mekalko is 
totally mutter on Shabbos. You don't bring a carbon chattas or anything like that. But Rad, and therefore, Rash Tosis has a bunch of issues with Rashi over here, and he proves not like this. But this is why Rashi learns the sugya that Makalka would also be kimleim in the Ramin. Amar le Rabban le Rava bimatzas amala b'shaygig. How can you say we're talking about a case where you're not chayav misa? But the Mishnah said from a pnei need him in afshikatani. It said you're chayav misa, and that's why you don't have to pay the hezik. Since you could theoretically be chayav misa, if you mamish needed the ashes like Rebbe Yechonon said, then hashda b'shege pata b'shege you're going to be pata. Now this all this terrace was just in Rebbe Yechonon, remember, and Ravo wasn't a problem because Ravo said makalka b'chal havara and chabura is going to be chayav even without needing the ashes. And therefore, it was easy to read the Mishnah because Rebbe Yechonon said you're only going to be chayav if you need the ashes, which the chayav an animal either does need the ashes like the first terrace of the Gemara, or I don't care if you need the ashes in terms of kim even if you're not practically chayav misa, but lemaisa, you're going to be putter from paying the money because you did an act which theoretically could be chayav misa. Says the mission. We're going to have over now four or five different cases in this mission in order. You have to keep track of the cases, but they're all very similar. Shar shei rodev acher shacher. So Reuven Shar is chasing Shimon Shar, and they run around the corner. Vehizik, and now we come and we see Shimon Shimon's Shar. It's a little hard to say. Is lying on the ground with a broken leg. So that Amr Shachizik Shimon says, Ruven, your shar, push my shore, whatever it is, and you have to pay me money. He says, No. What are you talking about? He tripped. Nothing to do with my shore. I should never touched it. You know, we went around the corner with nobody's aid. There's no aid in there, nothing that you could bring. I say, I do not pay you I do not have to pay you anything. So of course, says the Mishnah. I'm saying, of course, but we'll see in the Mishnah, the Gemara, it's not so, of course. This is the rule we have in all of Shas. You ask New Taina that I owe you money. I say, prove it. You can't prove it. Too bad. What about this next case? You have two animals. Reuven's animal and Shimon's animal chasing Levi's animal. Okay. And now Levi's animal gets hurt. So So we don't know who did the damage. Was it? We know it was for sure one of them. It was either Reuben's animal or was it Shem, or Shimon's animal? We don't know which one. So here also Shneim Peturin, because each one could say I might How do you know it was Reuben's? Maybe it was Shimon's. How do you know it was Shimon's? Maybe it was Reuben's. Levi unfortunately is up the creek. He's lost. If both those animals were owned by Ruvain, and the only question is which animal of Ruvain did the damage, then says the Mishnah Shneim Chayovin. That's a strange term. It sounds like it should have just said Ruvain's Chayev to pay. What does it mean? Shneim Chayovin? We'll see that in the Gemara tomorrow. Case number three. Now, you have two animals which could have done the Hezek. They both belong to Ruvain. Okay? Both belong to Ruvain. One's a big animal, one's a small animal. What's the difference? Because we said we're talking about Hezek of Tam. Hezek of Tam pays me Gufai. So if he caused 400 shekel of damage and half of that would be 200, so if it was the larger animal of Ruvain which is worth more than 200 who did the damage, then Shimon could get his money. If it's a small little animal of Reuven that's only worth 100 shekel that did the damage, since you only mishalim me gufay of the mazik's animal, then you'd only pay 100 and Shimon would lose. So Shimon claims that it was your bigger animal that did the damage. Reuven says that it was the smaller animal that did the damage. So says the Gemara, Or, what if Reuven has two animals? One's a tam, one's a muad. Hanizik, I'm a muad hizik, so you only nezik shalit. The mazik, I'm a loy kiel a tam hizik, and only pay you chatsi nezik, and all these cases also says the Mishnah, hamaitzim yichaveri alvaraya. You only have to pay what I have to pay. If you can prove, prove. Not, not. What about how you look in shnayim? What about if the nizik has two animals and the mazik has two animals? And everybody gets hurt over here. 
Two of the nizik animals get hurt, but we're not sure which one did which damage. So the nizik has two animals, and the mazik has two animals. So a nizik aimer godel hizik is a godel. The nizik says your bigger animal, which is a bigger migufai, damage my bigger animal, so I can collect chetzi nizik from your bigger animal. And the smaller animal damaged my smaller animal, so it's cotton from cotton. The mazik says no. Loiki ela cotton is a godel, a godel is a cotton. No. My smaller animal hurt your larger animal, and therefore you only get chetzinezik from this tiny little animal, so you lose the money, too bad. And my bigger animal will hurt your smaller animal. You don't put them together. Each one is a separate nidain, and therefore we have this fight. Or, echatam yachad muad. Same, same crazy as before, but here, arguing who damaged what. Was it the tam who did the bigger animal, or the muad who did the bigger animal? Nizikam or muad is a kazagodl, so you owe me nezik shalom on the bigger animal. But the tamas hakotan, you owe me chetzinezik on the smaller animal. But the, 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 the mazik says, no, amar loy. So all these cases, again, So we basically have three categories of cases in our Mishnah. We have the first case where it's not clear that a Hezek happened at all. We have the second case where we know a Hezek happened, which is not sure who did the Hezek. And then we have the third cases where we know who the Nizek is, we know who the Mazik is, which is not sure which animal did which Hezek. And in all these cases, we say, Now, it's a little bit superfluous. What do I need to tell you again and again and again and again? There's a rule we know. If you want to teach it to me once in Uchas Nezik, that's fine. Why do we have to teach it to me five different times? It says, I'll tell you why I need to teach it to me five different times. Our mission is a raya against something that we've said before, which is, the reason our Mishnah keeps repeating this point of is because it's not that simple. There's another way to approach this halach, and that's the halach of Sumchus. Sumchus says, the Omar, Sumchus says that in many cases, not all cases, we're not going to get all the Dine Sumchus over here, but in many cases we have two people fighting over money where we were normally trained to say, Sumchus says, no, don't say Sumchus. I say one thing, you say the other thing, we split the difference. We split the difference. Now, clearly, as we'll see in the Gemara right away, just make it clear, you could only say that if the Nizik, the person who's claiming the Teveya, obviously has a Tainas Bari. You can't just walk up to anybody in the street and say, well, maybe you damaged me. And the other guy says, no, I didn't damage you. Oh, Mamre with the Sabbath Chalkin, you only have. Right? That's clear, you can't say that. It has to be at least a Tainas Bari that the Nizik, the Teveya, says for sure what's going on. In that case, we say, Sumcha says, Mamre Amotu Basafik, you split the difference. Which now means, in all, seemingly, in all these cases of our Mishnah, says Rabchia, Sumchas would argue. And Sumchas would say, in all these cases, you would say, Hamoitzim Echavei Olavarai. Says the Mara, wait a second. Hamalev Abba Bar Mamal Rabchia Bar Abba. So Abba Mabu responded to him, Omar Sumchus Afilu Bari Vibari. What? I just explained to you that the Nizik has to be tining a Tainas Bari. He has to say for sure, you owe me money. What does the Mazik respond? Okay. So I could have theoretically said, and this is going to be what Rav Papa holds, that if the Mazik responds, I don't know, maybe, what we call Tainas Shema, that's when Sumchus says, I claim you owe me money. You're not sure. I don't have a proof. If I had a proof, you owe me at all. I don't have a proof. I claim you owe you. You say you don't know, so then chok. But if you respond with a tiny's bari that you don't owe me the money, then it's very possible to say, just like my bari says you owe me the money, your bari says you don't owe the money, and Sumchus would not say in that case, I'm a moment of the Sumchus would agree there are bonan, I might smell a right. 
But Rav Chia Bar Abba seems to be saying in this case, that in all these cases in our Mishnah, Sumchus holds that it's going to be Mona B'Tosavik Cholk. Ask Rav Abba Malatim, is that true even by Bari or Bari? Even if the Mazik responds and says 100%, I don't owe you the money. Is that also in that case, Sumchus says, too bad, Mama Namat B'Tosavik Cholkin? I'm only in. Omar Sumchus, I feel Bari or Bari. Yes. And he says, I'll prove it to you. Mimai. Remind us, he's in Bari Bari. How do you know our mission is Bari Bari? That you're telling our mission is a classic case. Diktani, what is the response of the Mazik in every one of these cases? What is Loiki? Loiki means the Mazik is responding, no. Not the Mazik is responding, I don't know, with a K. The Mazik is responding, N O. That, no, this is not the way it happened. And therefore, you see in our Mishnah, that in every one of these cases in our Mishnah, the Mazik is responding, the, the, the Nizik is tining, you owe me the money. The Mazik is tining, I do not owe you the money. And our Mishnah has to go out of its way to teach me that Allah is a Mitzvah and not like Sumchus, which was So you see that Sumchus himself would have, according to Abhiya, argued on all these cases in our Mishnah and held even by Bari Vabari, Mamanamatubasafik would be Chalkin. That's the structure of this sugya now. Chia says, Bari Vibari, and of course, Bari of the Nizik and Shema of the Mazik as well, would be Momenamot Masafik Chok. However, it's not so simple. Maskevla Rav Papa, Rav Papa says, I don't agree. And as Rashi explains, what Rav Papa is arguing about is this point. Rav Papa holds that if it's a Bari Vibari, that the Mazik responds, I absolutely do not owe you the money, then Sumkos does not say, Sumchus would agree over there. The only time Sumchus says is when the Teveya is attacked as Bari and the Nitba, the person responding, says maybe. Shema. You don't know, and I say yes, then we split it. But if it's Bari or Bari, if Papa says no. And if Papa says, I'll prove it to you from our Mishnah itself. He says, Midoresha Bari Bari. You tell me the first case in the Mishnah. Right? The first case in the Mishnah, which is one of two cases, either the case where I'm not even sure if it has happened, or if you're not sure who, if Ruin did it or Shimon did it. That case you're telling me is Bari Vibari. Because it says Loiki, so it's Bari Bari. So Seifanami Bari Bari. So let's look at the next case in the Mishnah, which is Ema Seif. Hoyacha Golovechad Kotem. Okay, so here everybody agrees it has happened. Right? This is what we used to call the third case in the Mishnah. Everybody agrees it has happened. The question was, which. Animal caused the hezek, the big one or the small one. So echa called the echa called nizik amar gadol hezek, mazik amar loiki ala kotan hezek, or echa tam echa muud nizik amar muud hezek, mazik amar loiki ala tam hezek. So what do we say? A moizim chaverei alavariah. If you could prove it, you bring a raya. Mashma haloi maisi raya. Let's say the nizik cannot bring a raya. What would Allah be in this case? The Nizik says the bigger animal caused the damage, and the Mazik says the smaller animal caused the damage. Or the Nizik said it was the Mu'ad, the Mazik says it was a Tan. Okay, so you say, I might say, Let's say the Nizik can't bring Adam. So what would you say the Alachat should be now? Well, whatever the Mazik said. Okay. Whatever the Mazik said. But that is not necessarily true. Why? This goes in direct conflict with something Rabbi Barnosan was mechadish. I come over to you and I say, you owe me a hundred kilo of wheat. And you say, no, I owe you a hundred kilo of cider, barley. What's halacha? Putter. He says, you're totally putter from paying even the barley that I was made I owed you. I don't have to pay you. Why? Because from the fact that the Teveya asked for Chita, he was by definition saying, I don't owe barley. The, the Hoida, Rashi doesn't call it a Hoida, Rashi calls it a Mechila. 
But some of us call it Aida, some of us call it Mechila. For the fact that, I, that the Teveya asked me specifically for Chita, he's by definition saying that I don't owe him barley. In which case, even if I'm minded that I owe barley, I don't have to pay. I don't have to pay. He already said, I don't have to pay, so I don't have to pay. The, the Chita he can't prove, and the Sa'irim, he was Maida or Meichel me from paying, so I don't have to pay. So now let's go back to our Mishnah. If the Mazik, the Nizik says it was the Mu'ar who did the damage, and the Mazik said it was the Tamu did the damage. Well, in that case, from the fact that the Nizik said it was the Mu'ar, the Nizik is also saying it was not the Tam. So if you tell me that he cannot collect the Mu'ar money, he shouldn't be able to collect the Tam money. Good Kasha? So if Papa says, if our mission is bari v'bari, then the nizik, by having a tainas bari, and saying it was for sure the mu'ad did the damage, he should not be able to collect the tam money either, because he's being moide and being moichel on any damage that should have come to him from the tam money. Now, from the fact that that's not the case, says Rav Papa, from the fact that that's not the case, it must be, we're not talking about a case of bari v'bari. We must be talking about a case of bari v'shema. And once it's a bari v'shema, then you, then you have here lost your raya that Sumchus argues by Bar Vabari. Because our mission is not talking about Bar Vabari. Our mission is talking about Bar Vashema. So says, well, let's read inside. Ella says, Papa, our mission is talking about Bar Vashema. I said, well, wait a second. Who's the Bari and who's the Shema? You can't just say it's not a Bar Vabari. You have to explain who has which Taina. Who is hanging which Taina? Inema, if you're going to say, the Kamar Nizik Bari, the Nizik says it's for sure the Mu'ad, the Kamar Mazik Shema, and the Mazik says, I'm not sure, Akati Lemitate, you have to have lost, Rabbi Ranasim. That doesn't help you. Because once the Nizik says it was for sure the Mu'ad and not the Tam, or for sure the big one, not the small one, then he can't collect the other money as well. That was whole Rabbi Ranasim's question. So it can't be where the Nizik says, Tan is Bari. El, the Kamar Nizik Shema, the Kamar Mazik Bari. Must be we're talking about where the Nizik says, I think, I'm not sure, maybe, you owe me the greater amount of money. And the Mazik responds, and the Mazik says, no, I absolutely do not owe you that money. In which case, so you say that the Nizik at least gets the Tam money. He can't get the Mood money, can't get the bigger animal money, but he can get the smaller animal money because he wasn't mighty. He said, I know one of your animals caused damage, I'm not sure which. If I can't prove it, I take the least lesser amount. So I'm like, wait a second now. With the Sefer, Nizik, Shemo, Mazik, Bari. So you tell me the Sefer is, with the Nizik is not sure what will happen. The Mazik says for sure not. Okay, so in that case, we'd have a Machlaikis. Our Mishnah says, Amayt Sechel, Varaya. Sumchus would say what? Mamanamot, Basafik, Cholkin. It's a Marisha. Nami, Nizik, Shemo, Mazik, Bari. Vamar, Sumchus, Afil, Bahad, Nizik, Hashmin, Aloy. We just explained to you, Sumchus never says, Mamanamot, Basafik, Cholkin, if the Nizik, the Teveya, is Taina Shema. That makes no sense. You can't just walk over to anybody in the street and say, Shema, you owe me money. So now we have a real funny case here, according to Rav Papa. You're telling me the Mishnah can't be talking about whether the Nizik is tining Bari, because if the Nizik was tining Bari in the second case, the Mishnah, then he shouldn't be able to get even the Tam money. So it must be the Nizik's tining Shema. Well, if the Nizik's tining Shema, then this has nothing to do with Sumchas altogether. Because Sumchas would never say, but to a Suffolk. And if it has nothing to do with Sumchas altogether, what's the Chiddush of our Mishnah? Everybody knows Matzav Echel Raya. The whole purpose of our mission is to teach me that this argues on Sumchus. Well, Sumchus doesn't argue if the Nizik says Shema. So what are we talking about? Says the Gemara, Loi, Seifa Nizik Shema Mazik Bari, Reisha Nizik Bari Mazik Shema. Enechanami. We're going to have to say that the Reisha and Seifa are opposite cases. In the Seifa case, where it's a question of Tam or Muid, then it must be talking about whether the Nizik was Shema, the Teveya was Shema, and if the Teveya is Shema, he's not being Michael the other side, and therefore he can at least get the smaller amount of money. 
Whereas the Reisha, if you're going to tell me that's a Kiddush against Sumchus, must be talking the opposite. Where the Nizik was Bari, and the Mazik was Shema. The Nizik's Bari, Mazik, Shema. Then Sumchus says, Mamun HaMut Masafek, Cholkin. Ramishah says, Amaitzim Yechavere, Olvarai. In the Reisha, we're talking about the case where we're not sure who did the damage, meaning which, which owner of which animal, or the case where we're not sure if there's damage at all. In all those cases, if the Nizik is a Tainis Bari, then according to Sumchus, you would be able to get half, and according to Rabban, Amaitzim Yechavere, Olvarai. So now, that's already a strange way to set up the Mishnah now. So says the Gemara, Valei Dami Reish Lasefa. So you're switching cases in the middle of Mishnah. You're starting with the case of the Nizik Bari and the Mazik Shema, and you're ending with the case of the Nizik Shema and the Mazik Bari. Says the Gemara, Amri Bari Vashema Vashema Vabari Chad Milsi. If all the cases in the Mishnah are one is a Shema, one's a Bari, but we're switching which is which, okay, we could tolerate such a Mishnah like that. Bari Vabari Vashema Vabari Tremilinu. But to say that the Reisha is talking about Bari Vabari and the Seifa is talking about Bari Vashema, that's already too much of an extreme change in the Mishnah. But that's where Yavchia learned the Mishnah. Yavchia originally learned the Mishnah that way. The Reisha is talking about Bari Vabari, and therefore it's a Raya that Sumchus argues even by Bari Vabari. The Seifa he's going to have to learn is Bari Vashema. He has no choice. Says so a Papa, that's difficult. It's very difficult to say the first case of the Mishnah is Bari Vabari and the rest of the case of the Mishnah are Bari Vashema. According to me, it's, a little, it's difficult, but less difficult. At least they're all Bari Vashema cases. We switch who's the Bari and who's the Sheba, but at least according to Papa, it's one type of case, whereas according to Rebchia, it's totally different cases. That's more, let's just read the rest of the Mishnah now. So Gufa. But we're going to tie this back into Rabbi Ranasan. Amar Rabbi Ranasan. Tanu chitim oilo yisalim pata. So Mike Mashman, what's this Kiddush? It's a Mishnah in Bab Metziah. Tanina. Tanu chitim oilo yisalim pata. So you're a potter. You're not a mighty mixas. So that, the Gemara over there in the context in that mission was a mighty mixas case. I say you owe me 100 shekel. You say you owe 50. You're a mighty mixas. You have to make a shvur. What if I say you owe me 100 chita and you're a mighty 50 sa'irin? says the mission, that's not a mighty mixas. Okay, but it says you're potter. Now what does it mean you're potter? Definitely potter from a shvur. Smashra is, are you, is the Mishnah automatically saying that you don't have to even pay the Sairin? The Mishnah think, more thinks yes. Ime Hassam, have a mean to know. Patamidina Chitin. I don't have to deal with the Chitin because I'm a Kaifar Kal on the Chitin. But Chayvid Me Sairin, maybe you would think that since the Nitba was Maida that he owes Sairin, he has to pay. Kamashba and Rabbi Vernosan, the Pater Legamri. He's totally Pater and everything. Now, tonight, let's go to the last case of our Mishnah. We already explained how we can get out of the first three cases. What about the last case? We said if there's two animals on the Nizik and two animals on the Mazik. And it was a question of who did what to who. Also in that case we said, Now, it's difficult to say that case is also with the Nizik and Shara Mazik is Bari, because what's the Kiddush of the Mishnah? Why do you have to have three cases? We have the Reisha, we understand the Kiddush. It's not like Sumchus. The Sefer, we understand, we're getting out of Rabbi Renosim. The middle case, I mean. What's the last case teaching me? It says, I don't have to pay you anything if it's, again, Tainas Bari. It says, In this case, we're going to say the Kiddush is that it means that you should get, if you could prove it. But if you can't prove it, you get nothing. You get nothing. Because, like we said, if you say bury it was the muad, and you cannot prove it was the muad, that means by definition you're saying it was not the tam. In which case, if you can't prove it, you get zero. If you can prove it, that it was the muad, get the muad. But if you can't prove it, you don't even get the tam because of Rabbi Bernasen's halacha. So now we have a third, third. So the first case is shema v'bari. Second case is bari v'shema, and the third case is I don't care because either way you're not getting anything. Once you're a tam is bari, you're not getting anything until you can prove it. We says over there, you do pay. You get the lesser amount. Someone, no, that's the toughest. If the nizik grabs it, 
you can't take it away from him because he might be right. But he can't, Dresden will never give it to him. Tanan. <laughs> Again, Now we already answered this question. We already answered this question that we're talking about a time of Shema and not a time of Zbari. will have to say Rav Papa said it's Shema Vabari, and that's a different way to get at it. Of a tiny raisin mishtalim, the Bryce says you pay lekatim and amur agolam agon to tafas. They're also Rav Chia is going to be forced to say if the he takes the animals, the bigger one we can't take it, or the smaller one even doesn't matter. He's, he can't take it away from us. So now we have two fundamental ways of reading the whole Mishnah. Just guys are over. According to Rav Papa, Sumchus only said by Bari Vashema, not by Bari Bari. If the Mazik responds Bari, the um some of us would agree, and therefore our Mishnah is not talking about a bar of a bar. Our Mishnah is talking about bar of a Shema in the Rasha. The safe of the Mishnah must be talking about Shema of a bari, with the Nizik of Shema, because otherwise you wouldn't be able to get the smaller one. And the last case of the Mishnah is teaching you this Chiddush, not a Chiddush, but teaching you that in that case where he does have a Tainas bari, and a Chiddush, he's going to lose it all unless you can prove it. That's where if Papa reads the Mishnah. If Chiyah says no, the Mishnah is talking about bari of a bari in the Rasha. And Sumchus argues even about bari of a bari, and the Chiddush of our Mishnah is. We say, not like Sumchus, but Sumchus would say, Cholkin. He's going to be forced to say the the middle case is also Shema Vabari, and therefore the Mishnah is switching from Bari Bari with Shema Shema. And all the other cases, he's going to say, or Roy Litov Eloi, that doesn't mean you get it, it means you could get it if you prove it, but otherwise, like you're going to get nothing. Adkan.